0: Hello everybody, the Two Legs faithful. Welcome back. This is Two Legs. This is episode 186. We are mainly a Paul McCartney solo podcast. We are the only weekly video cast dedicated to the solo career of Paul McCartney. I am one of your two co-hosts, Andy Nichols, and you might know me from my other channel, although it has a very small but loyal following uh, andy's music vault the other leg i'm andy nichols and joining me today is one of the two original co-founders of two legs and that is mr tom Hunyadi. and you might know tom from his other uh video cast talk more talk or solo beatles video cast videos with joe mayo ken michaels and the lovely Kit O'Toole.
1: good afternoon partner happy sunday how are you happy sunday i'm doing great had a great weekend and, yeah uh it's just uh it's good to be back doing another show on Polly.
0: It is, and uh, it's our first new show in a while. We, we didn't drop a new one this past week um, because there was obviously a, a flurry of activity in the McCartney camp. Finally, correct. Finally, correct. we got some. We got some news because we went through the summer and a little bit of the fall, and it was like, "What's going on?" Like all we had was yes. the McCartney legacy, crickets, and, uh, crickets. crickets. And sure yeah. enough, sure enough, we we got word of the uh, the seven inch singles box set. 80 Singles for 80, um, which is dropping on the 2nd of December. And uh, as of uh, the recording of today, which we're recording on Sunday, November 13th, the box is sold out in the United States on Paul McCartney's well, website. It's
1: it's, it's on it's, yeah, it's sold out on his website. Let's make that clear, because I think you can still get it on Bow Moose or other independent uh, websites. And I, I'm pretty sure independent record stores will have Will have a, a copy or two to sell in their stores as, as well. So all hope is not lost just yet. No. Um there, there are available.
0: It's gonna be gonna cost you a little bit more than it did from PM.com. And I don't think that those other independent retailers are gonna offer you payment plans, but if you want <laughs> it, you can get it. And as as but your, uh, <laughs> your credit card, Will. But your credit card, Will, listen, like our man says, you know, you know. Like, come and get it That's it the man the man himself he, he wrote it himself so it's really exciting if you, want it. It, <laughs> if you want it here it is come and get it because but it's yeah. going fast and it's gone in certain cases <laughs> um, so we, we had a berry of activity on our channel uh, yes. we, went, we recorded a video when we heard it announced and then we did a full video chat with our friends Beatley tone and Joe Mayo um, yes. when it was officially announced and we kind of went through the Tom went through the track listing and Went over the all the A and B sides of it, so um, that's really exciting. And between that and the the legacy book, which will be published in December, it's really shaping up to be a really enjoyable Maca-filled fourth quarter, uh, like it was in 2018. And we're really we're really happy about it. And we're just we I know we, I know you are too. So it'll be yeah. very exciting for Maca fans uh, all across the world. So before we get in today's sh- show, Tom actually uh, got to check off the box. And go see one of the icons of all time, who I got to see there twice earlier this year. Tom, you and the Nikki saw Elton John. Tell us about it.
1: Finally, yeah, I—I I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I got to kick myself in the ass because you know it's—I don't know why it took me so long to finally see Elton John. It, it's whatever. Anyways, still saw him this past uh, Friday night. There you go. There's the <laughs> mug. I guess I should have wore the shirt. I got the shirt. Yes, and uh, it was the same shirt you wore earlier when uh, when you saw him. So, but um, but yeah, lovely time, great time. You know he, he you know he sounds still sounds really good. He can't do the the falsetto or the high high notes like he used to back in the day. But this it didn't matter. The show was amazing. Um, I, I loved the first half. I mean, you know, like "Border Song," "Burn Down the Mission," uh, you know, "Have Mercy on the Criminal." Have mercy. I mean, some, A great, great deep cuts, you know, um, leave on might be my favorite Elton John song of all time. Uh, You know, sad songs say so much. I'm still standing. Um, I guess that's why they call it the blues. So good sprinkle of 80s music, too, in there. So
0: you enjoyed the first half of the show better than the second half of the show. Why is that?
1: Well, again, you know, as a deep cut guy, you know, I appreciate that stuff maybe a little bit more than the hits that we've heard. For, you know, 30, 40, 40, almost 50 years, you know, so uh, it's just it was just nice hearing those those little gems that you don't get to hear all the time, Um, you know, so even even the hits from the 80s, you know, that he played, you really don't hear. Uh, Much anymore, you know. It's it's always those, you know, those classic, you know, bitches back, crocodile uh, rock, crocodile rock, rock, rocket man, which which they what they did on the at the end of rocket man was was, was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, they did a great uh, musical coda at the end of, of Rocketman, that w- which was, was, was wonderful. Um, you know, it was so cool to see Ray Cooper up there. I mean, the legendary uh, Ray Cooper, who, who might be the world's most famous percussionist, you know, uh, on the planet. Yeah. You know, so uh, you got the program there, right?
0: I do. I mean, what a band he has there. I mean, is yeah. like the, the best of the best. Look at these guys, you know? Yeah. These guys are just, you know, Ray Cooper, Davy Johnstone, Davey
1: Johnstone, with, yes.
0: You know, he is like the musical director for Elton. I mean, it's yeah. I'm sure you I'm sure I'm sure you could you could tell that from watching. He's the guy that runs the oh, show.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, funeral for a friend, Love Lies Bleeding. I exactly. was gonna ask you, I was gonna ask yes. you, what did you
0: think of that starting the second the second half of the show with that?
1: great, great production. I loved it. And you know, and it's unfortunate that that was the bathroom break song for everybody. Oh my God. What because, what because it was just priceless, uh, what they did. It was, it was great. Um, you know, I won't lie. You know, I did get a little choked up there at certain points because, you know, some songs, you know, mean a little bit more to you, um, than others, you know, sure. um, yeah, so, you know, did a nice little dedication to Arifla for for Border Song, which if you don't know this song, people, go to YouTube, type in Border Song by Elton John. You, uh, if you don't love that song, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but yeah, uh, beautiful song. Yeah, beautiful song. Like I said, you know, Have Mercy on the Criminal was excellent. And uh, yeah, take it's... me to the pilot. Another, you know, another deep cut you know burn down the mission it, right burn down the mission was was excellent um you know sad songs say so much was 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 excellent everything he did was was great you know and then going coming into uh you know the cold heart the encore starting off with cold heart the new re- that new oh, remix the, the
0: new remix yep
1: yeah yeah and then uh you know ending with goodbye yellow brick road i thought was was the perfect ending perfect, perfect send off uh you know for elton john and uh yeah and then you see the screen and then you see him walking into the walking to the 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 picture of the goodbye yellow brick road you know that was that was that was great it's a it's a
0: full-on production from start to finish it really is
1: yeah yeah i like how ray got the whole uh, because there's like three tiers you know we got the stage and then one tier and then the, the 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 third tier which Ray had all for himself, you know, that was great. Yeah. And he's comical too, man. They had the camera on him and they showed him, you know, playing and and that's that's awesome, man. It's just awesome. Yeah,
0: he's animated and he's you know, yeah. he's played with Elton for a long long time. They did that yeah. famous uh, you know, just Elton and Ray Cooper tour for a yep. while there and it was just yep. the two of them. So yep. I am very glad you got to see him and and at this last go around and uh you know yeah it's a yeah you know, I want to say he's mailing it in maybe but it's a very structured show he's just doing he's just doing his show and it's very safe, but it's giving people what they want,
1: much like for Paul, the f- for for seeing him for the first time i I'm not gonna I can't complain about the set list I mean yeah, you got the stuff that you know for me is kind of you know fatigue, but fatigue you know, for factor. seeing him for the first time, I don't care you know i, I I can't stand Crackle Down Rock anymore mm. at this point in my life, but it no. was just so cool to see him actually do it. You know. what do you, so, think, of, what'd you um, think
0: of the opening with Benny and the Jets? See, I wasn't a fan of that.
1: Well, I, I think that's a. I mean, everybody knows that song, so I think you start. You have. You should start off with a song everybody should. Everybody knows or should know. Um, so I had no problem with it. Absolutely. I mean, what do you think you should have started with?
0: Hard to, what do you open up with to start a show if you're an Elton John? You know, you, you can't open up. Uh, maybe with, the with bitch a, is back. Maybe bitch is back like a big rocker. I don't know. Saturday yeah. night's right for fighting. I don't know.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, but yeah, I think you should definitely start off with something, you know, more well known. Oh, uh, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't start it with like a, like a take me to the pilot or something that maybe no. half the crowd doesn't know. You know what I mean? No. You, um,
0: no, Daniel though, too. Right. No, Daniel
1: on the set. No, not this time around, no. No, no. yeah.
0: That that one, that one curiously got left off. But that you know right. other than other than that would have been the nice big hit to hear, to hear Daniel, you know. But yeah. But, but yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Was it uh packed sold out venue? Tom? It was it was packed to the gills. Um two two show, two two back to back shows here in Phoenix at the baseball stadium. So uh yeah, people came oh, out. It was, for this out, one. It was outdoor. Uh, no, the roof was on. No, okay. we've got a baseball field that has the roof uh, here, retractable, so, right? Uh, yeah, retractable roof, you know, so they can get the air conditioning on for everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure, of course,
1: <laughs> you know, but so enjoyable. It's and I and I heard that Disney Plus is doing one of the LA shows, right? right? Uh, this, and that's uh,
0: as of this, well, that's going to be this episode's dropping on uh, November 19th, so the right. final show will be on November 20th, which is tomorrow. Uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. No, it won't You're... be
1: the final show because there's three shows. Uh, there's oh. three LA, LA, LA shows.
0: It's not the final, final show, That's uh, here in the states, yes, yes.
1: So, but there's John- three of yeah. them. I just don't know which state it is,
0: right? So, but the, it will be on Disney Plus live streamed on the 20th at 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. uh, your time. So, right. um, the, no, if, you, if you haven't had a chance to see it and you have Disney Plus. Hey, it's, it's a great show, and uh, I'm glad that Tom saw it. I got to see him twice back in February and March, and uh, well worth it to see such an icon like that, and I'm glad you guys had a nice time.
1: And then, yeah, and Someone Saved My Life Tonight was excellent as well. I don't mm. want to forget that one because that's always been a favorite of mine uh, <sighs> as well.
0: Yes, you live the late uh, coming to the party of the Captain Fantastic album, but I'm glad you. Yes, but the, it,
1: the, but the, but that's I have always known that song, anyways. Oh yeah, I mean that's one of his one, it's one of Biggest. his big hits, and is yeah, in my in my in my opinion. But uh fantastic show, fantastic show,
0: great, great. I'm glad you guys great. enjoyed and uh, were able to check that box. So before we dive into yeah. today's show, we're going to just show you a couple of goodies that we got, Tom and I, um just the other day. I bought my first LaserDisc of Rock Show. I don't own a LaserDisc player. I never actually had one, and it was two bucks. And I said, "Well, for two dollars, I got to get it." I, I, you know, it's a format that I am not familiar with. Never grew up with it. Never had one. That too expensive for us. But right. um, for two dollars, I said, "What the heck? Why not?" And we um, have Rock Show on and LaserDisc. And Tom, I think you have one too, related to what yes. we're talking about today.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll show that in a minute too. But, um, but yeah, I, I it was funny when you saw that pit when you showed that picture to me because just a couple days prior or maybe a week prior, I had got mine in the mail. <laughs> so, because I had picked up a copy off of eBay,
0: yeah, um, yeah, I guess the way the way these work, you just put them in and then when side one's over, you just flip it over. So, it's two sides right. side one beginning with obviously with Venus and Mars and ending with Go Now. And they're broken down into chapters, like like a DVD would be, but the chapters yes. are broken down by song, interestingly enough. Um so yeah, but it's MPL and uh I don't know if there's a year on this when it was produced, but um
1: interesting. Well, that would have been for the uh that would have been for the rocks, sh- yeah, the the 80 film, right? Uh so I don't know when that would have came out on laserdisc on laser
0: disc, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um
1: but it's but it's very heavily uh uh edited from the uh From the film. I mean, not everything is on that.
0: No, no, not at all.
1: That would have been a double, uh, probably would have been a double laser disc.
0: Probably. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Very. It's very, it's not even sequenced. Right. You know, like you've got go now on the first side before that, that was later in the show. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit uh, wonky. Yeah. there's Yeah. There's no, you gave me the answer or any of that on here.
1: Yeah, you know, you again, you know, you, you're limited to what how much you can put on each uh, side um, or each chapter or whatever. So, again, you know, I didn't have a laser disc growing up, so I, I'm not really 100% sure how. Um, I know some you had to open and flip over, and I don't know if they ever, you know, the technology was ever to where the, the uh, player flips it over for you, kind of like uh, what DVD uh, did, you know, DVD, Blu-ray, you know, they they, they transfer it over. Uh, the the player. They yeah, flip it over you.
0: for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, and then um, you know, I finally got a Holy Grail item um, that I've been looking for ever since I started this 45 collection that I've been doing uh, for the last two years, and uh, this was a must, and I finally found one, and that is the uh, the Junior's Farm uh, picture sleeve. From um, where, Tom? Th- This is from Spain. Okay, so not every country had this picture sleeve, uh, for this single. Uh, so this was, uh, definitely one that I, I needed to find and finally got, got one at a, at a decent price. Uh, so very happy to, to, uh, to have gotten, that's the, this the famous
0: pool so, table shot there from Nashville. Correct. The, yeah. Like the
1: gambler scene or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's got the, you know, famous apple there. Mm-hmm. um, you know, so very happy to have added this to the 45 collection. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So,
0: and then what about the, um, the other thing, the, the, the laser disc you got
1: the laser disc for today's show. There you go. There it is. There it is. That is, is the, that is the is... put it
0: there. Laser disc. Now what we're going to do today is watch the YouTube version, which is a little edited Tom's, if you've got the documentary, which Tom has on laser disc. And of course, if you have the, if you bought the flowers box, you get the full 65 minute, um, Correct. documentary, which we're not going to watch today and comment on, but, um, laser disc tonight. It's like, it's like, it's like an v- album version of the video. That's what it's you wish you could just play it like an album, but you can't.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. And I gotta give a, give a shout out to, uh, our friend, uh, Serge who, um, contacted me about a bunch of laser discs that he had and then that's all i'll get into that um but uh thank you and uh there you go so um Very good yeah to put it there laser disc
0: before we jump yeah. into today's show i just wanted to read a quote so uh, rolling stone published an article with paul quoting about the uh, the seven inch single box set did you see it tom um briefly but go ahead so it was a really interesting quote. So um, Paul's quoted in the Rolling Stone article you know, article about the box that's saying, quote, I still respect the B-side. Where else can you find songs like You Know My Name, Look Up the Number, or Ode to a Koala Bear? So when right. my team suggested we put out this box of 45s, one of my hopes was that both sides of the record will be of interest to you. It includes my first solo single, Another Day, backed with Oh Woman, Oh Why, and it includes my latest single, Women and Wives, backed with the St. Vincent's Great Three Imagining." Between those two singles, there are 78 others. It doesn't include my last single because I haven't written that one yet. So we like that.
1: We like to hear that.
0: The ever optimistic and no-quit attitude in Paul. We like that. So
1: Yes, no signs of retiring. mm -mm.
0: Maybe from wide-scale touring, but not record-making. I think we can agree on that Yes, as well. So for today's show, um, we've done this a few times since I've been on Two Legs, and I know Tom did it with his – Former co-host there, David. We're going to kind of just have a documentary going on in the background and kind of comment on it. We did it with we did it with Bruce McMouse. We did it with we did it with Broad Street. And today we're going to we're going to jump in with the "Put It There" documentary, the making of "Flowers in the Dirt," which was kind of all over the place there in late '89 and early 1990 on MTV. It got a, it got a home video release, and uh, we're going to just kind of keep it the YouTube version going on in the background. We're going to keep it a little bit low. And kind of let it, uh, we're going to comment on it, the song, let it play a little bit and comment where we feel we like to. Uh, it's one of my favorite kind of making of the album documentaries that he's done. Um,
1: is it though with- a making of, I feel like it's more of a making of the tour um, than it is the album. But um, yeah, but he does talk, talk about, about that. He does
0: talk about yeah. it, like going to the studio to work on tracks with Trevor true, Horn true, and stuff. True. So yeah, it's like the true. band getting ready for the tour but also going into the album. So without any right. further ado, here we go. All right. I get
2: maybe bored with it, but you've got to be really or else you're not going to be here much longer. You know, Now is never very important to most people. So but it's really all you've got. It's really all we live in. You can't do anything better than working with John Lennon. Yep, but, still uh, talking I very
1: highly of John. of John. Yep. You know, John was such a monster.
0: Coming to peace in terms of with his Beetle past here, you know, and it, right. all the footage of Costello and then working on My Very Face, we'll see. But in its earlier form, so cool.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Film's called Put It There. Yep. Obviously, we know from talking about the seven-inch singles how much of a Sea fan he is. He mm. just seems to we're getting, love this track. We're, we're getting three versions of
0: it on this box. Three versions. <laughs> I love this. I love this arrangement though. It's a little more it's a little more loose. I love right. it. And it, the way it segues right into my Brave face, I've always enjoyed
1: it. Right. right. So this filmed in April twenty-sixth to the twenty-eighth of nineteen eighty-nine. Directed by Jeff Wanfer.
0: And McCartney fans, you know that name. He's done yeah. so much work with Paul.
1: Yeah. Produced by Chips Chipperfield. And this I believe first aired on the BBC, BBC One. Uh, on june 10th of 1989
0: yeah which is right around when the album came out i want to say think so anyway yeah Yeah, so really you know getting getting that first band back together again you know there's hamish and robbie mcintosh and chris whitten who's you know a follower of two legs chris come on the show man if you ever want to talk to us yeah love to hear your stories. yeah
1: I believe he was 30, very young looking uh, yeah. Chris at the time Yeah, Paul um, here
0: is not quite 50
1: You know, he's 48 great. You know The vocals are His vocals throughout this whole thing Are, are excellent Yeah
0: And now uh, this is all probably at Hog Hill, all this is recorded at Hog Hill yeah, It's all
1: filmed at the Hog Hill, yeah Yep During during these early rehearsals. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. If I was at this tour, this would have been the highlight for me. My Brave Face. Here ceiling. in My Brave Face, live. Yeah, live, yeah. He had a great look. I like the longer hair on Paul. It's And
0: he's one that he's gone back to, thankfully. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's like it's not like the Red Rose Speedway era, mo- you know, mo- it but right. it's just a good look for him. Mm-hmm.
1: I I like how you know Linda and Paul are kind of like on, on opposite ends, so they're still eye to eye. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, we, because At the
0: Hoffner, huh? You know, going out on <laughs> This is what uh, brought it all back together for him. Uh, we, yeah, uh,
2: probably took a little bit more care over this one. I just don't want to get stuck out in America somewhere on tour, plugging an album that you don't like. Yeah,
1: uh, see, <laughs> he talked about that early in the in the early, you know, mid '80s. Right, with right on, the, on the TV, shows. The right, on the the TV shows. Right, the yeah. TV
0: shows we're, we're, in between uh, Broad Street and this, it's basically, pressed the, the play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, not wanting to go out on, a, on, a, on tour with an album that he's not really fond of, I guess.
0: No, the energy was back here, you see, you know. Yeah. And I and we as we talked about when we were talking about our top five moments, I attribute a lot of this to Elvis Costello. The bass, the mm-hmm. after bass, a song like this with My Brave Face that has all those Beatle qualities to it. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like a Beatle it's a Beatles song. This could have been on any Beatles album. Absolutely. Not every McCartney song I don't obviously has its own charm, but this song in particular, and then as they're going over the vocals here, he talks about in the documentary how it's really him and John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, still kept that very melodious, um, I always love his facial expressions while he's doing interviews. <laughs> There's only one thing he's missing. This is the only thing that's. Missing. Oh my God! Yeah. The middle finger. Thing. Yep. <laughs> um, when we came
0: to record it. Well, first... oh, this this chick was pretty nice to him though.
1: Yeah, uh, Tracy McLeod or McLeod. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure how to pronounce her it's last name though. McLeod probably. Oh, keep
0: mm-hmm. it in
2: tune? Which it isn't because they're not very expensive instruments. I got it long. And, um, can
0: go a and he uses it now because it's lighter and he can't carry the Rick anymore. The <laughs> <laughs> so Rick Backer weighs more than him at, at 80.
1: Probably. Probably. So the live bits were recorded over the first two days and the interview bits were recorded on the last day. At the, understanding. the end. Yeah. So um,
2: that's how that riff arrived, you know,
0: Oh, here we go. Yeah. my There's Elvis, the earliest iteration of My, my Brave Face. I like this version, but then I, and then it cuts to the slowed down version, like more pop, yeah. you know.
1: Curious that, that Elvis is on lead vocals on this. Very yeah. curious about that.
2: Funny though the, the, the resemblance to John was uh, once or twice got a bit embarrassing. You know, there are a couple of tracks on the album where I'd sing a sort of sweet line, and then I'd find Elvis doing a sort of sarcastic line, Sorry. very much like John and me used to do. It's getting better all the time; couldn't get much worse. Like you say, you know, I remember the sort of old rock and roll stuff, guys like Elvis or younger guys will remember the sort of uh, the Beatles stuff, and if they love it, it's great for me, you know. <laughs> you know, you know I, I, it's great to see someone love it instead of slagging it off. So, oh, it's a fascination, but, yeah, man. It sounds like the Beatles, great. You know, what What could be
1: that would be up? Maybe <clears> you throat> can throat> turn it up just <throat> a touch more,
2: sure. If anyone's allowed to do it, there you go. It's got to be me, the yeah. <laughs> there's little uh touches there, like a certain guitar sound on My Brave Face, or yeah. as you say, well, the use youth... on My Brave Face. Take me to that place that's really like me <laughs> and John. Yeah. And I did say to so, Elvis, we've got to really be careful about that.
1: The behind-the-scenes bit of getting ready for a tour is very, you know, very cool. Yeah. You know, to see how they, you know, get all the vocals, the backing vocals arranged. Yeah. And I think it would have
0: worked. I mean, either version would have worked. Elvis is kind of almost like a, 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 that's like a a Skiffle version. You know, it's like Mm. a Skiffle version of the song. Right. And I think as time goes on, this this tour, as we've talked about, will be very fondly recalled because it was the first time he went back to
1: the Beatle period and we've talked about it on our well it's such a it's such a wider scope i mean yes you know 76 and 79 he's you know sprinkling a few few hits here and there beatles hits here and there but this he really really started to to cherish his past and i
0: think i think as time goes on it'll be like wow you know this is really where he kind of embraced his past again and Again, as right. we talked about, where the, the Beatles songs sounded so fresh. You know, we weren't so tired of Hey Jude and things like, an Eleanor right. would and things like that. They were all new for the first time. Mm-hmm.
2: When, when I was looking around for who I'd work with on this album, what producers, you know, were I'd either available or would be willing to work together with, uh, Trevor's name came up. And... I'd heard, you know, some of these kind of rumours. Trevor like, Horn of you know, Yes you know, fame. Business and stuff like oh, it takes three months to make a single. it's you know? probably just because one of the Frankie ones. I think he did take that one. Um, and I didn't fancy getting involved in a single that took three months.
1: Just no.
0: Be, just not my kind. Of
1: hmm. you know, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's funny because you know, reading the the McCartney legacy, you know, and how long it took for him to do Ram, and yeah. how you know, and how you know, they're just you know, breezing you know their way through Red Rose Speedway, you know, just uh, is that where not you're up to? Really... You're, is that you're up to yeah. that now? Yeah. Well, I'm up to the, uh, the 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 first European tour. Okay, yeah. man, you June, were just, June you're just mou- you're mowing, yeah.
0: through, you're like mowing. Through oh, that
1: every opp- every opportunity I get, yeah. you know.
0: God bless you. I, say, I got the chapter eleven this morning. Okay. Ram, they're just starting wildlife now.
2: Yeah. Oh, rough ride, really. oh, rough ride. Like that's like a very good
0: demonstration, isn't it? I could do that again, you know. Shouldn't know. <laughs> 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 Rough ride, one of your top tracks on Flowers in the Dirt, or just like um passable?
1: mid mid tier, mid tier. Yeah, I like it, but I don't love it. Frame, right. Man. It's cool that he brought it out for the on the tour though. Yeah. I I'm glad that he that he's adopted that uh you know let's let's spend as least amount of time on it as possible. You know kind of almost like the the wildlife approach where just you know, it you quick. get in and you know you you just you know spend a day on it, you know. I, I don't know if the approach of, you know, just doing one song a day because uh, you know, during the Red, Red Rose Speedway uh, album, while Johns was producer, they were only just working on one track a day. You well, know? that was one that and, was
0: that was Glenn's biggest thing. He was like, They're working at a snail's Well,
1: they're spending too much time. Was, yeah, you know? there was doing other things by but instead of recording.
0: Yeah,
1: you want to <laughs> call it that sure, yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> But Glenn, you know, Glenn got, you know, but I think by this point, Paul's like 48 years old. He's a father. Right. He's going to be he's going to be efficient, you know, you know, but he was a father back then, too, though. Yeah. But he was also like 30, (laughs) 31. So, right. You know, at the height of the hippie movement and just going to, hey, we're going to just take our time, you know.
1: I'll tell you, though this may not be my favorite period of McCartney's career, this band is tight. This band, you know, that he goes out on road with, you know, in 89, uh, 90. Is as is, is tight as you'll ever see a band perform. I mean, these you, guys are, are the consummate professionals. You would have thought that,
0: like, after these guys, he couldn't have done any better. And then, sure enough, he's played with right. the same guys for the last 20 years. Right. These guys were good because these guys were big time musicians and well known bands. Okay. Right. James Stewart yep. with the average white band and, yes. uh, you know, Robbie McIntosh with the pretenders. So, yep. Chris, and I, I think Chris was still up and coming in there. And again, Chris, if you want to. Come and on and tell us about your career. Or, we'll have you on. So let's do it um, I know he went on to do NXS. I don't know if that was well, after. Well he did
1: it. the uh he did the uh dire Straits tour after uh Paul's after Paul's, yeah.
0: Right. And I was playing bass.
1: I love his drumming though. I love his
0: work on flowers in the drums. dirt and every and all the Russian yeah. stuff. I think Chris Whitten is a fine drummer.
2: Ah, figure of
1: eight. Figure of eight, yeah.
2: Because I was leading the drummer.
0: Way better live as we've talked.
1: In
2: yeah.
1: I'm wondering if this is the because uh, I know that when it was this was on HBO too. It was it was edited, edited as well. It wasn't. So I wonder what's omitted from this this
0: version that's published on this channel on YouTube. This is 52 minutes, but
1: uh, yeah, we'll figure it. Out. We'll find out.
0: This is a this is one of the highlights of flowers. So yeah, you would, you yeah, this,
1: yeah, yeah. I do, but but also a highlight of the live tour because, like you said, I mean, it was just whatever he did. To, I mean, the, the the arrangement here live was, I think, just more you know upbeat. And- it, you know. it also
0: holds the record because it's the last time he opened up his show with a show new with song. The new, uh,
1: with a new song, right. Yeah.
0: And that was that was ballsy to do that, you know, a song that right. most people would go, ah, whatever. But, you know, most crowds were like, holy crap, we're seeing Paul McCartney. And the excitement of right. the show, you you know, they may not have remembered the song. I mean, you and I would have been like, holy shit, this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really good live, live number. Because you get Robbie's uh, guitar solo. blazing yes, guitar solo. That's
1: right. Yep.
0: That's a different bass he's got there. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can tell what brand that is. the first track on side two on the album if you flip it over. A
2: and you a of eight. Don't know of in I'm there, ring, i go. I gotta know
0: did you actually, did you get the, um, when you were younger, Tom, did you have the VHS of this? Like, did you get it as a gift? Did you buy it, the actual VHS no, version? No,
1: I, I knew nothing of this, put it there. I'm glad you brought that up, because I, I knew nothing of this show mm-hmm. back in 89, 90. No, oh, you didn't? Nothing. No. Wow. Oh, so when did you first discover this? Uh, when I saw it on DVD, I, I, thought, I think because um, it's got a DVd release doesn't it it
0: does but that's kind of a cassette release it's not like yeah it's not a widespread MPL sanctioned release as I recall. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: i I got this as a Christmas gift in 1990 whenever it's 90 or 91 the actual VHS cassette and Right, okay it. And so I, this, again, I mean, this is like childhood memories, memories for me, going back mm. to this. Mm-hmm. again, you just you pour over these things and you watch and you listen for every syllable and every head movement and every look and every song and it becomes ingrained into your DNA, you know
1: know yep. and when you did you buy the DVD that you you like, or, friends again no no I just oh. I knew it existed I just hadn't watched it you know I, I think the first time I actually watched this was uh, for the flowers in the dirt home of uh, archive uh, release the, yeah, yeah
0: which you get the full version on that and yeah. we get you know nice ar- arrangement of things
1: we said today yes
0: again all four this works. would have been
1: a highlight too if I was at this show
0: Hell yeah. Probably not often revisited too in his set list after this.
1: Yeah. And there we go. Roll you, All right. Fool about. the Fool on the Hill has been uh, looks like it's not on this version. Oh, is Fool on the Hill cut out of this one? That's a shame. Yeah. Because that's that's awesome. If, that's a great version. Yeah. If we're going through the track running, that's on the laser disc here. Fool uh, right. Fool the Hill has been omitted. From oh the LaserDisc? disc. Yeah, from the laser disc. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I mean the Laserdisc is the full is the full oh, documentary. Yeah, okay. what we're watching is not. Yeah, right.
0: This song really got re energized when he played it at the Prince's Trust in eighty six. Mm. I think if you watch that footage, you can you can tell if you watch that performance of Paul singing I saw her standing there, I think with Tina Turner and all them and Elton on piano.
1: Yes. You, You've yes. seen that video, Paul's. Energy. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that Prince's Trust uh, um, back in probably 87. 86 or 87? 6 or 87, yeah. You
0: watch that, you can tell Paul's got the, the flair for playing live again. His energy is yep. there.
2: And, you know, that's sort of right, really. We, with the Beatles, it just was what it was. It was some kind of phenomenon. Um, and there was no getting it back together again. It just wouldn't have been the same. Ah.
0: Very curious, you know, given this song's history and his his feelings towards it, how he embraces playing it, you know, decades yeah. after. You would think after a song of his that was largely, you know, you know, chopped up and butchered after he walked away from it, he would just walk right. away from it totally, but you know it ended up being the beatles last last number 1
1: in the states yeah right the single wasn't released in the uk let it be was the last uh, in the single release right it was here yeah, yeah. I believe this was also on a b- side
0: yeah it was and guess we're yeah, gonna get this we're gonna get, the, this
1: we're gonna get this in the, yeah. in, the, in, the in the singles box <clears throat> so I think this was the b-side to the postcard pack of the this one
0: 45 mm, look here don't
2: keep me waiting
0: Let's see here. So, so it, we're gonna get it. It's gonna be a night. So, it came out in 1990 in Europe. It was an A side with C Moon on the B side,
1: right? Yeah, that was the Europe only single, yeah,
0: right? Europe only, and then, yeah, let here me, uh, we,
1: and then Europe. Let me get my uh 45 here.
0: You got it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: See you rocking the got back hoodie today, that's
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. This is uh this is the the one that has all the uh, postcards in it. The, okay, and that's the, this, this is one. seven inch, right, Tom, or twelve? Right, the seven inch. Okay. Uh and this has a previous previously unavailable version of the long and winding road. Uh on there.
0: So I wonder if it's this version from the documentary or another one.
1: Right. I yeah. mean that's what the eight arms to hold you book says. See, this is the regular. This is the regular. This one, right now, uh, forty-five.
0: If you've got the Japanese flowers, there's a version. I think that same version on the this one single you have there is also on this Japanese two CD. Okay, the long and winding road is on this as well. It's probably the same edit. Right, right.
1: See now, I know you don't like this song. I dig
0: how many people.
1: Yeah, this one isn't. This was the second to last track, I think, on the LP. Yes, Rainbush. reggae, reggae uh, again. I, but I like the yeah. message
0: of it. I do.
2: I just thought it really fitted, you know, if, if ever there was one too many there, you the planet gets blasted. It's like so stupid. So it's how it happens. So I just thought, well, you know, the least I can do is like to mention it somewhere. So I, we just dedicated it on the album uh, Because, you know, I think anyone with any sense these days got to be like ecologically minded they may not want to talk about it or make it, maybe bored with it but you've got to be really or else you're not going to be here much longer you know and yeah. uh someone like him you know i always feel sorry for someone like him who sort of gets singled out he's a married man and it's so much easier for him to just go and get on with his life and say i'll oh, sod this for a game of cards you know sod the rainforest and sort of go home and never get drunk or something you know but they don't they stay out there and Eventually, someone gets to him, you know. So uh, I just thought that was a real bummer that whole thing. So we've dedicated track to him, and it seems to fit, you
0: know. And you know, it didn't play. It didn't. Wasn't on the live set, but there's a couple of videos out there where they played this, like on TV mm-hmm. shows and stuff. I've always dug it, though. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the message, and I like the. I like the feel. How many you know the how many people have died one too many right, right. I just like that if you can tell me I'll gladly this would be one of those like nerds only set list songs
1: i one too right
2: now for me I wanna be happy
0: but again probably realize that it didn't really work as a live number it's too much of a downer you know in a live, in, you know 80 you know yeah. 60 000 people in arena this is yeah. not really going to work as a lives number for that
1: this, this would have been the bathroom break song probably probably
0: well how many people
2: The
1: side. If you can tell me I'll how many people are Robbie was probably thinking how many times how, how many times we gotta play this song
0: right like the, like the little Henry, Henry McCulloch Mary had a little lamb feeling
1: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> right yeah.
1: I can't, you know. While this is playing, can't wait till you get to the part of the book where JoJo is introdu- int- introduced. Oh, really? Then uh, uh, And he's wife or yeah. girlfriend at the yeah. time, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, that day is done. Yeah. Something this, also this you're not really fond of, right?
1: No, I, I, am liking that day is done a little bit more and more. Wow, these okay, days. Good, on, good on you, partner, because that's yeah, that's like yeah, the like <laughs> highlight of the album. Yeah. I like it more. I like it le- better lyrically than I do musically. If that makes sense. You know, I like the words to this song a lot. I, right. That yeah.
0: day is done. I won't be coming yeah. back. That day is done. It's a dirge. It's a
1: dirge.
0: And I believe this is largely an Elvis. I mean, I know they co-wrote it, but I, Elvis had a bigger right. hand in this song, I
1: think. Mm-hmm. And that's another, another interesting thing is, you know, I think we've mentioned, talked about this before is like, you Know how it was determined that those songs would get split up, you know what I mean?
0: Between Flowers and and yeah, well,
1: why did Elvis get Playboy to the man? Why did you oh. know Paul get you know that day is done, you know? Veronica, what I mean? Elvis yeah. got yeah. Veronica. Well, I mean, yeah, I think you would think that whoever did more to the song got the song, you know We'd what I mean? Take it, but, but maybe they were yeah.
0: 50 50 co writes, and Paul was right. like, well, yeah, I'll do it, you do it. Right. Tommy's coming home. Twenty fine fingers. Yeah. All those. Yeah. This version on the documentary is a little bit more, definitely slower, dirge-like. It's on the studio, on the on the album. It's a little more polished.
2: Mm. Oh, this is a great. This is when they're doing this one in the studio. I love this part because it's slower.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, beetle-like song, beetle-like qualities right. all over the song. This one, love it
2: you do regret those moments we have an argument for instance you know you think oh god if i'd only been smart i could have just sort of said well you, you know you're right for instance It'd be a real cool thing to say which i'm not always the one to say that's know. for sure and it's, it's <clears> about <throat> that kind of thing you know that uh, the that, that sort of this moment this now if
1: you could just appreciate it and i could see this being you know this this one being a song that john may have been interested in definitely. you know collaborating with paul on you know
2: very to most people but it's really all you've got it's really all we live in did i
1: ever take you in my great song oh. tell you that i do just
0: the chord change. When he when the chord change mm-hmm. goes, you know, if I never did it, I, that's right.
2: It. This,
0: is, this is tremendous.
2: If I never did it, oh. I was only waiting for a better moment that didn't go. There never could be a better moment than this one, this one storm is gliding above the ocean. My God is riding upon his back. I crossed the water and bright the rainbow. It is it too black? Did I ever touch you on the cheek?
1: do you remember seeing the video to this one early yeah i do okay. the
0: indian stuff and the all the yeah the, the, yeah. the makeup yeah. and all that yeah i do right. it's one of those songs where such a strong melody and then the ending kind of rocks out you know mm-hmm. and he does that with like no more lonely nights and right the three quarters of the song is beautifully put together and then it just ends in a jam at the end which i'm not the mm-hmm. biggest fan of but the, the song musically is so strong you <laughs> can forget that little because it's like this one and they kind of just jam it and end it you know? right right and the demo as we got on the box set this, this one demo is just charming again taking that that two that taking two song fragments and making one song out of it which He's mm-hmm. done so many times in his career, and Cozen and Sinclair oh, yeah. talked about that in yes. the book.
1: Especially with uh, Uncle Albert, Albert Halsey. Oh. Yeah.
0: Like this part, like what opportunities? That was a song, and then the other mm-hmm. part, and bridge it together, and there's a song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah, John, I think, would have liked this one. Mm-hmm. Pun intended.
2: I never opened up my heart. <laughs> Let you look inside. In a never I was <laughs> only waiting for a better moment. It never could
1: be a better moment it would have been cool to see this one live too
0: oh. yeah see so this is where the song takes the left turn yeah. <laughs> Like no More Lonely Nights" and other stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Little tidbit in the book. You just saw Linda with her uh, with her keyboards there. The uh, for the '72 tour, she had the the uh, the keys color coded for the for the notes. Really? And she had the piece of paper up there saying what co- what color the notes were. <laughs> really? Oh god.
0: Yeah. Well, she was still learning.
1: Yeah, she was still learning. So it's good to see those colors are are lifted from the the keys. Yeah, on the, so keyboard. the seventy two tour, Tom? Your, yeah, yeah. The, the university mm-hmm. tour or the or the, the main tour? No, the the main. Yeah, the the next tour. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's just basically a song that my uh, based on something my dad used to say when we were kids. Yeah, they put wow. it there. That's a nice story. Yeah, things they say all the time, and he just used say, "Put it there if it weighs a ton." It's one of his mm. things. You, he knew, He also used to say, um, "You'd say to him, Well, why do we? Why do we have to?'
1: <laughs> this do is that great line."
2: Do that. He said, "Because there's no hair on a seagull's chest." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but that one, put it there if it weighs a ton. It's the kind of thing you then say to your own son. I mean, it's fairly simple. While well, you and I are here, put it there. But, I mean, you can either say, well, that's just really simplistic, but to me, that's really deep. But it is, you know, something that's a bit of a show for
0: me. Like... This is one that he could easily revisit and throw into the set. because it's Easily.
1: A... Easily. Yes. Right in the middle of that and I'm really, set. Yeah. And I'm really surprised he hasn't revisited this song in, in recent tours. Right. right?
0: Against it, you know,
2: it's, you almost want to leave it.
1: Just, it's it's so easy.
2: So we did little things like that's that sort of in there. And it's got to be very dry. And um...
1: as Buddy Holly once said,
2: on, on the knees, like Buddy Holly did on the everyday
0: knee so slaps. Know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty funny segment here. Yeah.
2: So we did that. We did a bit of a laugh on that one. I'm trying to persuade me to strip off as I recall. Yeah. It Hambo, you know, you mm-hmm. can in it in old old That's what well. I <laughs> I don't
0: care. <laughs> right, it
2: that's
0: it That's what I'm
2: saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask for any more than that, man. I'm not going any further.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you got dance tonight, and all these other songs that have worked their way into that part of the show, and it's like, yeah. come on you couldn't throw yeah. this back
1: in there. Mm-hmm.
0: I like to shake it.
1: All you would need is just, uh, you know, that bass drum and the acoustic guitar, really. Right.
0: I mean, hell, even Abe could do his harmonium thing on
1: this. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's all that matters in the
2: end. Put it there. If it weighs a That's what a father said to his young son. I don't care if it weighs a As long as you and I put it there.
1: I really love this I've I, really become a big fan of this uh, documentary I, I love the behind the scenes stuff I just love how tight the band is they sound great yeah Paul's vocals are excellent
0: if there was one word I had to kind of describe to the, it would be just polished it's a polished mm-hmm. 80s late right. 80s production sound quality yeah, yeah. And now, thirty years plus hindsight, people might think that it's it's too slick, and it's too eighties, and it's too polished. But I and it sounds like that, but it still sounds okay. I know it's not as yeah. urban and earthy as right. stuff might be later on, but it's it's still
1: good. Yeah, but if you ever want to know what it's like, you know, to you know, get ready for a tour, you know, this is like a good caps, you know, capsule to. You'll see what it takes to prepare to go out on the road.
0: And it's, see, he did that moving on documentary for about off the ground. That wasn't great. Mm. You know, this one, this documentary and, and the world tonight, now that wasn't for a world tour, but it was the making of an album. And I think these two are really the the benchmarks of, you know, the behind the scenes of going into an album or a tour. And I think this right. one really is the best in terms of the touring. This is, it's the best. I remember being really like, whoa. We got a little Beatles throwback <laughs> there when I heard this live. Save mm-hmm.
1: Is it
2: right? You did the Russian album in two days. I was telling you that we we were doing some
1: jazz. Yeah. See, cool. You know, you got to put yourself in this time because you know, like, if you're watching this now, you're going, "Why the hell are you talking about the Russian oh, album?" You Know well, it it, it that had just came out, you know, a year or two prior as well. Yeah. The year '88, it came out, yeah,
2: like old rock and roll songs, and that
0: was the genesis for what this band became we only did one mm-hmm. with, with Witten on drums and stuff, and Hamish coming into the folds. But, um,
2: they're much easier to jam because there's less chords and no. So we, we ended up doing that, and I, I thought, let's bring it into the studio and see if we could capture some of those, because they felt good on Matchbox.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I think this is 20 Flight Rock, actually. Oh.
2: We do um, Ain't That a Shame, which is the old Fats Domino song one of my big faves from then. I love his record of that. And uh do a couple of Elvis ones just because well 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 just because okay. which is just you know I, I was a big fan of Elvis's uh, before he joined the army. Uh, six <laughs> the there's a video of him actually in before
1: he got cheesy. Yeah.
2: And it's just what I loved about him on that video. But then at the end of the year he gets into films. He goes to Hollywood and I think I detect a little twinkle gone out of his eye because he was mm. always hamming it up, Elvis. <laughs> there's always like a joke. There's always like a little funny thing. And he does, oh, hold me close, hold me tight. And he's doing this thing. But every single little word, there's like a, he's looking at a fan or he's joking and he it just does it so great.
0: I love him. not to be cute, confused with the john version of just because on rock and roll right. two different two different <laughs> songs which i never mm. knew i couldn't figure out the difference for the longest time mm. for the record i like john's version of just because better than this one <laughs> well there you go <laughs> but this was on this was on the russian album right mm. yeah well the original version
1: yeah i like this uh version too summertime summertime right yeah
0: think about it for a minute
1: i like that he's on lead guitar here because you know i think a lot of people sometimes forget too that he's an excellent guitar player
0: yeah he's got a very signal you know it's him when he's playing guitar you hear it on certain songs You know, like, let me roll it, and you know, for the 188th time. (laughs) (laughs) Which, this was the only live album we were spared of that track. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every every other freaking one. Mm Mm-hmm. Back on the Hoffner. Mm-hmm. And that's the original Hoffner because you can see the tape list, set list on it. I wonder if yes. he actually brought that out on the tour. maybe, if, uh, And did he, before he actually replaced it and got replicas. Because he's playing the original the original, Beatle-Hoffner bass there. I wonder right when that there. switch happened. there.
1: Yeah, Lucille. But uh I mean if I was him I wouldn't have brought it out. I mean I'm not hundred percent sure on that. If if you guys if anybody yeah, out there saw this tour and saw that Hoffner bass, let us know.
0: Was it that one or did he did he did he have the replica made? Mm-hmm.
1: Paul loves his little Richard. Paul yeah. I told you. I told you, Paul. And I'm really surprised though too because he talks about you know how it would always go out of tune. You know, it very it, it, it easily goes out of tune that Hofner bass. Right. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, were, were they manufacture? I'm sure they're made much better right. now. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he probably owns he probably owns the company. <laughs> <now>.
1: <laughs> you would think. Ain't that a shame? Yeah. Long time ago, when I was in New
0: Orleans, I met Matts Pets- Domino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I want to tell you something." There's one down to that live set list that that there's too many covers on it. You would agree?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it it makes more sense now when you factor in the fact that he, you know, that Russian album had just come out, you know, the year before. You know, so he was also feeling those songs, you know, as well. As
0: inspiration. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, end up getting funky on the keys there.
2: Oh yeah, I mean you've got to have silly moments, you know, because it can get a bit intense sometimes. You trying to get a take or
1: something. Oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> I really wish that it would have worked out for this album to be a full, full on, mm. you know, McCartney, mm. Mechanis, McManus, sorry, McManus, not a, yeah, not a collaboration. Collaboration. It really right. should have right. been.
0: Right. If you had taken all this material and the off the ground material and just thrown it out there as one album, include Tommy's Coming Home, Twenty Fine Fingers, and all that stuff. Right.
1: You know, Playboy to a Man. You know, stuff that ended up on Shallow Grave. Stuff that ended up on Elvis's records. Mm. And we've talked about that in the
0: past when we've done the show that when we talked about this period, like it just, it was a, it was half and half. It was like a little bit of Elvis mm-hmm. and his own stuff and outside producers and stuff. Oh, yeah, we've had but it, it culminated in a real big comeback for Paul and a number one in the UK.
1: Yeah. Yeah, too bad. I didn't get the same success here in the States. No, I don't like things too serious. No, nope. because we're idiots here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but well, we are <laughs> we're just we're just the musical yeah. iq of this nation is like in the toilet when it comes to somebody like paul yeah, we fans the, get it the, the, the rest of the clowns in the this clowns world, world, world
2: do not right. i mean obviously right everyone as many people as possible but are you hoping to attract any kind of new audience no i don't think like that you know marketing men think like that mm. audience new formats, yep. groups target groups <laughs> It all goes funny when I start. Yeah, he
0: doesn't crap. think about that crap.
1: Well, not anymore, maybe. It seemed like he was thinking about it in the early 70s, though.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> like a
2: bloody
0: You That's me. Ah, distractions. One of Tom's favorites. Great. Yes. Yeah, the audio gets a little funky here for some portion on this video. Right. And this was this was the actual video that he that they shot for it. Right. Yeah. And But it wasn't a single though. No, it was not. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just double checking the liner notes here for distractions like butterflies that buzz around my head. No, this is just a McCartney song. Mhm. String arrangement there. Yeah.
1: So really, I mean, uh Fool on the Hill has been the only thing that was has really been omitted? Been cut. Yeah, omitted. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Which is a shame because the performance of that in this original
1: full unedited documentary is just mm-hmm. great.
0: It's got all the video effects of the keyboard and then the windows going. Right.
1: And yeah. Yep. And I think Rough Ride was shorted too.
0: Yeah. You got Party Party, I think, closes it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Party Party closes it and then let it be during the credits.
0: Right, right. Well, we're gonna get that party, party coming out again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's on here. Yeah, it's nice that party, party got uh, a full band credit, uh, writing credit on that. Now,
0: the world tour pack you just got a few weeks back was the CD, the vinyl. Oh no, it- no,
1: I had the CD version. Yeah, you had I finally the CD got version. the. You got yeah. the vinyl. Okay, I finally got the vinyl. Yeah, for the vinyl of party, party, you know. hmm. one-sided single.
0: Yeah, with the etching on side B, which Mm -hmm. is how it's going to be reproduced in this box as well.
1: Correct, correct.
0: Good tune distractions, though. Simple, Mm -hmm. great arrangement strings, too. Very understated production on that track. Mm -hmm. Yep, onto the acoustic. Wouldn't have been sounded out of place on press-to-play. It fits that mood. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so
1: at all. No, no. You, you, it would have been, or it wouldn't have been. No, I don't think it would have sounded out of place on right. that album. Yeah. Depending on if Hugh, if you, you know, Hugh would have done something to it, you know, on the yeah uh, post production.
0: Yeah, a little falsetto here. Mm
1: hmm.
0: This might have been a little yep. bit of a video altering to not get flagged type deal, probably. Mm
1: hmm. But, uh, well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when when this gets posted.
0: Well, it just won't be monetized. That's all. I don't think it'll, mm-hmm. it won't get, it will just, which is fine. Mm hmm. I mean, this person's not making any money off of it, nor are we. That's not what Mm -hmm. we're here
2: for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad the picture-in-picture thing worked out, though. Yeah. We've never done it this way. I think we tried it once on a DVD, and it just didn't work out well. It was very laggy. Do you remember when we tried to do that with them?
1: Yeah, was it Bruce McMouse? McMouse.
0: It was very choppy.
1: Oh, you know what? I, I think Broad Street was, too. Broad Street, I think, was just YouTube, though. Mm.
2: And can you conceive of a time where it might stop and where music might p- play less of a role in your life? And would you regret it if it did stop? Well, I'm—I'm I'm not even interested in that question. So <laughs> 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 <It's over> Stacy. <laughs> I'll do music uh, as long as I do music. I'll live as long as I live. Yep. You know, and both of them are two imponderables that I'm not. They're so imponderable, I don't even bother. Wasting time trying to think of the answer.
1: You can't ask for I wonder if you knew what the questions were gonna be for this. Yeah.
0: Which I'm telling you, if you were to ask that question again today on November thirteenth, he'd answer the same exact way. Mm. Which is why I don't think he's ever gonna stop. Mm-hmm. He said, "Touring, yeah, wide-scale touring, yeah, but making music—it's—it's it's never going to stop."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Musical director Wicks Wickens. True. The only guy that retained from this band that made it uh, into Kurt Paul's band that he's had for the last twenty years. I think Paul likes having that familiarity too. You know, to the link to the past.
1: Mm-hmm. And I like to, you know, how we talked about uh you know, where he says or with that quote from Rolling Stone that you said earlier about him not writing his last song yet. Um and then that text we got from McCartney yeah. uh oh, oh, about Thursday me. when he says the uh, you know and there will be more to come, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. So no shortage of uh, of uh Official no. releases, I don't think. Did you see that picture of Paul and Julian at the airport? Oh yeah, great. How good was that? It was great. You know, it was it was very moving picture. It's that's that that kind of stuff is is nice to see. I mean, just I, when it's when it's just that. I am going to I'll tell you something. I cannot stand when people do that side to side photo when the, when the pictures are kind of the same. You know what I mean? There's um. Like that picture of, of there's the, that picture of uh Paul and Linda where he's holding her a certain way and then he's hugging. There's another picture of him hugging. I think it was Mary and they put right. it side by side. Oh, oh the, yeah. the comparison, the side by side comparison photos. I those those drive me crazy. Don't those people that. need to you Stop know move on that. with their life. Right. Yeah. Just just post, <laughs>
0: yeah. Just post. Don't do the comparisons. Yeah. Oh, here's Paul then and Paul now. Like, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. So no on let it be over the credits. Yeah. So Yeah, let it, the it be
1: season. over the credits. Yeah. So yeah. that's I like this a lot. I, I I do. I mean let us know in the in the comments how you feel about this. I mean do you guys think this is just a uh you know going through the type motions thing. type we thing? I don't, you know? don't think so. Yeah.
0: Um, a lot of names there. If you're familiar with McCartney work, Eddie Klein. These are yeah. people that. Eddie Klein football. just
1: passed a few years ago.
0: Yes, he did. He did.
1: I think he helped build the Hog Hill uh, Studios. Yeah,
0: and had a lot to do with the UbuJubu stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Eddie Klein. Oh no, is it Eddie Klein or Eddie Pumer? Eddie Pumer. <clears throat> I think yeah, it was right. Klein
1: that passed a few years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But these are these are moments that are nice to go back and look into it because you know a documentary comes out you watch it and you shelve it right And one of the right. great things that Tom has brought out in me is that is the is the the hey let's go back and take a look at this and let's just watch it again you know in the moment you watch it you you dissect it you you put it away and you file it away and you don't go back to it and that's a really great trait of yours which I'm really great you know because you give you give a reason to go back and look at something, whether it's Red Square, ah, right? Red Square we did this with too, as well. Yeah,
1: right. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean we gotta do does we gotta dust the stuff off from time to time, you know, and uh, yeah, go back and and enjoy it. Um, I say. Yeah. Um, so that, well, that's and well, cute. part of you know, and plus it just gives us a reason for another show too. Really, you know.
0: Well, that too, but it gives you a reason to dive back and say, well, let look back. Where was Paul at with this time? Because the man has done so much to go back and go back and look at a Bruce McMouse or a Broad Street or or an interview that he did and look at. or an, And like, like we've done a couple of shows where we kind of dissect an interview right. line by line. You know, there's so many avenues to look at this man's career and dissect mm-hmm. and see what what was he thinking at the time that the the, the, the show's topics can really be endless. So. I I like revisiting this one. So uh, thank you for um, doing that. So, um, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of, uh, two legs, brother, what do you got cooking in the, uh, the two, in the uh, two legs and talk more talk pipeline?
1: Well, the talk more talk, we, uh, we, uh, if you go to our YouTube channel or all the audio outlets, uh, we had just did our revolver, um, review. Uh, we took a look at that with, uh, Podcaster extraordinaire and author Jason Krupa, who uh, worked on that uh, that All Things Must Pass away uh, book with uh, with uh, Womack. Womack, uh, yeah. A few, yeah, a few years ago. Uh, he also has that producing the Beatles uh, podcast that that that's excellent. I know a lot of people love that show. Um, our next episode will be in a couple weeks, and uh, it's going to be another. Uh, another show on the, another listen series that we do there. And then this time we're going to be uh, taking a look at old wave. And um, yeah. And the reason why we're going to do that is because old wave is a part of record store day, you know, so we're going to go back and and, and take a look at that. And Joe and I will probably compare the sound to the new CD vinyl compared to the nineties. The CD that came out in the nineties, but go ahead. What
0: that's going to be a that's a Black Friday record store release, right? Tom? That's the
1: Black Friday record store day release. Good, yes. good, good album yeah. to revisit. Uh,
0: yeah. you know, it's a, it wasn't even available here in America. You had to get it. No, in Canada, Canada, I think. And Ger- Canada or Germany.
1: I that think was it. The, it's the, a the it's places. a good
0: record to revisit. Um, I'm look, really looking forward to that show. So, yeah. Um, CD and vinyl formats available yes. for Old Wave, yes. right?
1: Yeah. On record store day. Yeah. So um so that's gonna be talk more talk. That'll be uh I think the uh the 28 maybe? Yeah, the twenty eighth, Monday the twenty eighth, yeah. After Thanksgiving after right. Yeah, after the Thanksgiving weekend, the day after our big interview with a couple, yeah. couple people. <laughs> yeah. And
0: now on the two legs front, yeah, we've got we were gonna be yeah. interviewing uh, you know, uh, Adrian Sinclair and Alan Cozen uh, later this month, and that will drop sometime in December. For two legs, we've got a couple of shows and topics lined up to kind of uh, guide us through the rest of the year uh, as well. And we're wrapping up really the end of uh, almost 2022, which is crazy when you think about it. But we have Isn't a couple it? of shows wild um, mm-hmm. that, that, that will come up in the pipeline. We'll, we'll probably have another re, kind of year in review show where we have yes. uh, Mattinger and Easter back on. And we're going to probably talk about the year 1980. So mm-hmm. we'll have that at some point before the end of the year too, and uh, you know anything pertinent we will pass along. And of course, unboxing when we get the seven-inch singles box
1: the yes. first week of December. So we'll have no shortage of content for you all. No, none, <laughs> none at all. So looking forward to finishing out this year and uh, getting next year lined up. You know, it's it's yeah, half speed, half speed, half speed masters, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Two of yes. them. Two We'll, of we'll them. see. We'll see because you know when what with wildlife, it didn't come out until the year the year after. Um, that was because it of came the vinyl. Out in December, that, right? Yes. But that was the, the vinyl delay too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll um, see if that happens for Band on the Run next year.
0: Yeah, because Red Road Speedway is in April, right? In may of right. seventy three, and Ben on the Run right, and then Band on
1: the Run is December.
0: Yeah. So we we shall see. So as far as me. Um, you know, stay tuned. I'm kind of very busy with the McCartney legacy in two legs. I will have another episode of uh, another uh, Andy's Music Vault, the other leg at some point, probably this month. We shall see. But it's McCartney is my focus, as it always is. So uh, two legs is my passion, as you all know. So um, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to reach us, you can find us on Facebook. Instagram, and Twitter at Two Legs Podcast. You can send us an email at twolegspodcast.com. And we will see you next time. From my partner in crime, Tom Hanyati. I am Andy Nichols and signing off and we'll see you next time.
1: Take care.
2: to Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast hosted by Tom
1: Hanyadi and Andy Nichols with musical contributions by Dylan.